Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Dell Walmsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Proudly sitting in for Dell Walmsley today, I'm your host, Mike Harrison. On this show, you hear us discuss, for lack of a better word, I'll call it the wonderfulness of real estate investing, especially when compared to other forms of investing. And frankly, the advantages are just, they're numerous. There's cash flow advantages, the ease of the investment, control, safety, flexibility, predictability, resilience, right? Resilience to withstand both very strong economic conditions and poor economic cycles. And naturally, the tax advantages, right? There are so many tax advantages. Our tax code is 72,000 pages long. There's an incredible amount of tax advantages with real estate. It's not just about depreciation. And frankly, one of the more interesting, and I'll tell you this, powerful tax strategies is the 1031 exchange. And it's, it's very powerful primarily because of the compounding effect the 1031 exchange can have on the value of your portfolio over time. And for that reason, I have invited on today's show a 1031 exchange expert, Luann Blau of the Exchange Resource Group. Welcome to the show, Luann. Thank you, Mike. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Glad you are here. This is this show has been a long time coming. Frankly, I had never even heard of a 1031 exchange. It's almost embarrassing. But a lot of this a lot of these strategies, they're just they're counterintuitive and they're not talked about in the conventional wisdom world. So, Luann, for our listeners there, let's just start at the basics. What is the 1031 Exchange? 1031 Exchange, Mike, is part of the IRS code. It's not a loophole. It's been around, I think the first one was 1921, so we're coming up on the 100 years next year. Yeah, and obviously there's been some changes um, over the years time frames. I think the one probably people have heard of is the Starker Exchange, and that was in the 50s, and they 
took about five years to find replacement property. So the government kind of said, no, we're not going to give them advantages for that long. And then to put the time frames that we're in now. But the 1031 exchange is a way for anybody who owns a property for that they've used for business, trade, or investment to sell that property, defer the capital gains and the depreciation recapture, and reinvest it in anything defined as real estate. So instead of paying in Texas, I think we're around rough numbers always to be verified by the accountant. Right. But I'm in Texas. We're looking at about 20% probably of your gain of your profit that would have to be paid to the government plus 25% on the depreciation recapture. So it can be very significant. Yeah, on some larger properties, that could that could be easy six, seven figures. Yeah, quite a, a bit. So, yeah. so it's a strategy to essentially defer your capital gains and your your profits you well what do you you call your presentation you say keep the profit in your pocket right exactly don't pay it to the government if you don't have to keep yeah. it in your pocket purchase more real estate expand your portfolio it, it's a fantastic strategy especially the fact that the goal is to live off your cash flow and so as you continue to grow that portfolio in value, the 1031 exchange, yes, you can either send send your profits to the government or you can reinvest those into larger, more properties. And and let's go into that, Luann, because I want you to talk about how you can exchange from one business investment into another business investment. I, I want you to tell the listener how it doesn't have to be same for same. You know what I'm saying on that? Right. And and on the business, it would actually be the real estate of the business that would exchange. So a lot of people think that like kind means single family for single family or multifamily for multifamily. And it doesn't. It's anything defined as real estate in the state you're selling to anything defined as real estate in the state that you're buying. So. In Texas, for example, oil and gas mineral rights are defined as real estate. You could sell oil and gas mineral rights and buy real estate or vice versa. You can sell and buy in any state in the U.S. plus the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah, and that's... Uh... We can talk... <laughs> well, yeah, I think we should pick... We'll, we'll talk about the Virgin Islands in a bit because that's a that's a very interesting tidbit on on how that came about so that's important what you said you can real estate is even considered land obviously so you can you can sell a duplex and buy land or you can sell a single you family can. home and buy two single family homes or you can sell five single family homes and go into a multi-family so i want the listeners to understand there's there's um a variable there is as long as it's real estate to real estate you can you can move that across so it, and if it brings, you've owned the property oh, i was just going to say real quick if you've yeah. owned the property longer than a year so usually about a year and a day um as opposed to getting tax short-term capital gains which would mean that you'd own the property for less than a year and that's a totally different part of the tax code so 1031 exchanges to deferred long-term capital gains. Yeah, very important point. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. You need to hold the property 
a year and a day because, again, it is a business, and the IRS needs to see it as a business. And if you hold it less, then it's a, it's a short-term capital gain, and, and you're not going to get the advantages of the 1031 exchange. So, Leanne, does the 1031, let's say you exchange into a property with a 1031 exchange, and we like to refinance our properties as soon as that debt equity reaches a certain amount. So, you know, that could be year two, year three, year five, whenever that is. What is the the refinance? How does that affect if, if you're refinancing within a 1031 exchange property? It doesn't affect anything if you refinance after you purchase your replacement properties. And that usually is a lender thing. The lender will usually tell you how long you have to wait before you refinance. The only thing we tell people is it's not a good idea to refinance, pull the equity out right before you sell. Because that could be a red flag for the IRS. Oh, they're pulling their equity out. Oh, and they're deferring their taxes. So we usually tell people not to do it within a year before you're getting ready to sell. That makes but sense. But buy, it doesn't matter. Okay, and that, that fits our model. If we're purchasing a property and then we're refinancing that property in year three and then somewhere between year five and eight, probably want to sell it or refinance it again. It just depends on the property on, on how that works. Right. So that, that fits entirely with what we do within our model. So Luann, I met you, you're a vendor with Lifestyles Unlimited. How long have you been a, a vendor with Lifestyles? Six years. I met John Shirley at a show and he invited me to come in and have a chat and the rest is history. We enjoy it. Yeah, and it's you're very popular, obviously, because again, it was a strategy I'd never even heard of, but absolutely, it's it's kind of a must-have in the uh, in in the the bag of tools. Because if you're doing a long term, if if you're buying properties and you're holding holding them, the compounding effect of not sending that capital gains to Uncle Sam, but instead being able to put that into a larger property or more properties and just grow that portfolio is very, very powerful. So this strategy has been around since 1921. It's, it's, it's tried and true, but it has been, it's obviously been amended um, over time and, and we're not gonna be able to get to it now. We're probably gonna have to pick it up on the other side. As with any IRS code, there's gonna be rules. And, and Luann, you have one rule and the IRS has seven rules, correct? <laughs> Well, now I have one, and the IRS has six, and it's really part oh, yeah, of the rules. But it, but it's set up your exchange before you close, and we'll continue that in a minute. Yep, we'll pick it up on the other side with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. My name is Mike Harrison with Luann Blau. We're discussing the advantages of the 1031 exchange.
10-year path to retirement at the country's largest wealth and passive income expo, February 27th, 28th, and 29th. Gain one-on-one access to realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Use promo code EXPO50 and get in for just $47. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Wamsley. Use promo code EXPO50 to get your Expo Pass for just $47 at wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Meet national radio host and multimillionaire real estate investor, Dell Wamsley, and the country's top award-winning apartment owners at the Multifamily Masters Tour, Friday, February 28th. Go to multifamilymasterstour.com. Tour four actual apartment complexes owned and operated by Dell's students. Experience award-winning multifamily strategies in action. Get the insider secrets to triple-digit returns. Learn the six ways you make multifamily millions, too. Meet where the action happens. On-site in Houston. Seating is limited. Go to multifamilymasterstour.com. The largest wealth and passive income expo in the country is happening February 27th, 28th, and 29th. Join thousands of top investors and expert educators. Pick from topics like passive income, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, and finding, fixing, and funding houses and apartments. Get your path to retirement in just one day. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Gain one-on-one access to hundreds of industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Use promo code EXPO50 and get in for just $47. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Wamsley. Use promo code EXPO50 to get your Expo Pass for just $47 at wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Use promo code EXPO50, wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com, wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Walmsley. Welcome back to the Del Walmsley Show. Today we're talking about the advantages of the 1031 exchange as far as deferring taxes. Instead of sending them to Uncle Sam, you can pour them right back into your real estate portfolio and grow that portfolio. And if you have any questions or comments on the 1031 exchange for myself or for Luann, feel free to give us a call. The number is 855-497-4335, 855-497-4335. Or as always, you can shoot me an email at askmike at luinc.com. That's askmike at luinc.com. 
So, Luann, I hope you had a great Super Bowl Sunday yesterday. And uh, the Super Bowl is, is rather meaningful in, in that your son is a, is a quarterback in the NFL. He is with the Detroit Lions, and it's a story of following a dream, which I think kind of fits with following your dreams with real estate. Yeah, that's that's so, wonderful. Yeah. It's I exciting. The and game. I, we've, we've never really paid attention to Detroit, but I can tell you, anytime they're on, I'm tuning in. We we watched them on Thanksgiving. That was that was fantastic. So, that Luann, was fun. Yeah. Yep. A lot of fun. Before we get too much further, why don't you throw out your contact information for the listeners if they have any any questions on the 1031? How can they get a hold of you? Um, thanks. By phone, my number in Texas is 972-863-1031, so 1031. And then my email is Luann, my name, L-U-A-N-N, at E-R-G, 1031.com. And I have a Facebook group. If anybody wants to join, we get some great discussions. It's called 1031 Exchange Assistance. And the company has a Facebook group as well, Exchange Resource Group. Excellent. A lot of different ways to connect. Yes, indeed. And and I think primary to that, and, and we're going to get into the rules in, in just a bit, is get a hold of Luann first, okay? Understand what you're doing and put together your plan on the 1031. Just don't start taking action because there is a series of, of steps, and any misstep is going to null and void your 1031, okay? And you're going to miss that, that strategic opportunity so so reach out to Luann understand what's involved understand how to do it and speaking of rules Luann just like there is with anything with the IRS we want to follow the rules and we you have, have to follow the rules <laughs> yes we must follow the rules they're they're simple but they need to be followed and and you've got one rule and the IRS has six so why don't we just start at the top well I've kind of adopted this rule just because I hate it when somebody calls me after they've closed on a property to ask me if they can set up a 1031 exchange. And you can't. You can set it up from closing, even at the table of the title company, but once the money from your sale hits your bank account, there's absolutely nothing we can do to help, and you're going to pay tax. So that is just something we really, really try to stress. Yeah, it's over. Nothing we can do. Can't go backwards. No, not Can't not on this. No. I know there's there's some tax there's there's some tax issues to where your accountant or your tax professional can go back and amend and change, but but definitely not with the 1031 exchange. Very very important. So let's go into the six rules of the IRS, Luann. What are those? Okay, the first rule which we touched on in the first segment is that any property that's been held for business, trade, or investment can be exchanged for any property that's been held for business, trade, or investment. Excellent. And that could be... Go Go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was going to say that could be pretty much anything. I mean, uh, you were saying the other day that 
that farms and could be exchanged for other real estate or, or duplexes for multifamily or what have you. So, um, that's right. One of the changes that happened in December of 2018 is we used to be able to do exchanges um, on personal property. So things like aircraft, Mike, your your yacht, you could have <laughs> sold it and bought a bigger yacht. Right. Um, even even cows on ranches, you have to. You would have had to buy another cow. You couldn't have bought a bull. But the tax reform of 2018 stopped the personal property and just left real estate. And like we said yesterday, Mike, I don't. We're not worried about real estate going away because all our people in power own a lot of real estate. Absolutely. The politicians, the majority of them have made their money within real estate. And so you can see, I'm actually surprised that with the, the 2018 tax reform, uh, that it took away the ability to sell a skyscraper and go buy a G5 airplane or, or what have you. Because I promise you, the man in the White House has, has probably done more 1031 exchanges than we can even possibly imagine. Um, the man made his money within real estate. Nancy Pelosi made her money within real estate. So the majority of the wealth sitting in on Capitol Hill is, is real estate, is earned due to real estate. So that's just an interesting fact. Which brings us up to, we can interrupt the seven rules here. Let's talk about Charlie Rangel um, and, and how he... <laughs> How how we came about? How he wrangled us? <laughs> yes, uh, and actually, I'm I'm happy with it. Um, but but go into what he how he affected the 1031 exchange. Well, the U.S. Virgin Islands is the only territory where you can purchase 1031 exchange property, and it was Charlie Rangel was a senator from New York in the 70s, and he apparently owned a boatload of property in the U.S. Virgin Islands, so. He wrangled it and got it changed. Good old Charlie. He liked his Go Charlie. He liked the sun and his toes in the sand, and he says, "By golly, I may work for Washington D.C., but I'll be darned if I'm going to pay him." So uh, he's he's able to get his properties down there and and not have to pay the capital gains. So and he's probably moving up to bigger and better each and every time. I'm sure that's that's how it goes. So let's. <laughs> Let's go into the second rule, the 45-day and the ID rule, Luann. Okay. So the 45-day ID rule is the one we get the most complaints about um, because it, it, the IRS code says that you have 45 calendar days from the date you close on your sale. We use the date on the settlement statement for recording purposes because we... You know, that's what we have yeah. um, to identify a potential list of replacement properties. Identify means we will send a form and you put the property address and the approximate purchase price. Yeah. But once midnight on day 45 hits, you have to purchase one or more properties from that list. And there is no mercy unless we have a natural disaster. Wow. Well, they're, they're pushing us out. We'll pick it up on the other side with Luann Blau discussing the 1031 exchange. My name is Mike Harrison, and this is the Dell Walmsley Radio Show.
Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Walmsley. Del Walmsley Show. I'm your host, Mike Harrison. Today we're having a lot of fun discussing one of the most powerful real estate strategies out there, the 1031 Exchange with Luann Blau of the Exchange Resource Group. Before we get back into the 1031 exchange, I do want to discuss quickly our Wealth and Passive Income Expo that's coming up at the end of February. That's February 27th, 28th, and 29th in Houston, Texas. If you are even the slightest bit interested in real estate investing, or maybe you are a real estate investor and you want more information, you'd like to look at our group, this is the largest event of its kind in the country. There'll be over 5,000 people there thousands of investors, breakout education classes, and Luann, you're doing three, you're teaching three classes, I understand, three case studies, is that correct? I'm teaching three, yeah, three classes with three different lifestyle members who've done exchanges, and they're going to get to share their story of how it's worked for them, so I'm real excited about the way we're doing it this year. Outstanding. So come see Luann, and she'll give you real-life case studies on folks that have done 1031 exchanges and how they work and and how their success played off of that exchange. And if you, you can get these tickets, you can get your tickets to the expo at wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com, wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. If you're up north, get out of the snow, come down to Houston. I can't promise you what the weather will be, but I can pretty much promise it's not going to be snowing. So Houston might be 80 degrees. <laughs> yeah, we've got snow <laughs> coming into Dallas. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, insane Texas weather is always changing. So that's the Wealth and Passive Income Expo.com. You can save $50 off of your ticket using promo code EXPO50. Um, okay, Luann, we were talking about the IRS rules, and we had just touched on the 45-day and the ID rule, which is super important. Let's go back into that. Okay. Um, the question comes up, how many properties can I identify? Normally, if you're selling single-family, we, we suggest you stick to one or two or three. Um, once you go over three, there's a rule that kicks in that, I won't take the time to go into on the show, but we'll need to talk about it. So no, we usually suggest that people stick with one or two or three. Talk to Dave Fisher. I think he was able to buy about 10 when he did. Yeah. 
he did one of his three exchanges last year. But um, bottom line is you don't have to wait the 45 days to close on your replacement property. If you can time your sale with your buy, let the money stay in the exchange account for a couple of days and then go ahead and buy, but you cannot change your mind after day 45. Right. So plan ahead, understand where you're going, right? We're going to sell property X and we're going to go into ABC or, or, or what have you. So plan ahead and you have 45 days to identify it. And then you touched on the very next rule, the 180 day rule. Luann, what's that? Right. 180 day rule is you have 180 days also from the date of sale to complete the exchange. So you have to have everything done by 180 days, usually not a problem um, unless you're starting with a builder to build a new build. And then that possibly could run into a little bit stressful timing. Yeah, six months is is pushing it on, on new construction. And Rick Johnson, one of our single-family mentors, when, when did he – how long did his go? He, 178. Hundred and so within forty eight hours, Rick almost got cut off. And and Rick is a, a very squared away. He's a real squared away guy. I mean, that guy's organized, so I'm sure he was all over that builder. Like, look, we've got to get this done. So wow, that is cutting it close. He was. He was. It was cutting it close. But generally, the hundred and eighty days isn't a problem to get it done. Right. Okay, so the 180-day rule, which then leads us into rule four, which is the qualified intermediary. What is that? That's us. That's so right. One of the IRS rules says that you have to use an independent third party to facilitate the exchange. And what that means is you want to make sure that whoever you're dealing with um, sets up a segregated qualified escrow account. And what that means, we we don't hold anybody's money internally. It flows straight to the bank that we work with in Denver. And the money goes into an account strictly for you, the FDIC insured for the purpose of exchange. Um, there's been fraud with exchanges. 2007, perfect example, a company commingled account, invested in the stock market. And then mm. the market crashed. There was about $200 million of 1031 exchange money tied up for a while. So this is the way that the, the men that I work with who've been doing exchanges for a long time feel that we can keep your money secure. The other thing you want to look at is are they available for consulting? That would be a yes. That's what I spend yeah. most of my time during the day on the phone. And we have people in Denver, too, to, to talk with you and, and walk you through it. Um, and then you also want to make sure that you sign off on any movement of your money. And that we do, too. So when you get ready to buy, you have to sign off on your wire authorization. So right. we have been doing this for a long time. And vendor of the year in 2015, I think we're doing a good job. Right. So the IRS wants to see basically these funds at arm's length, qualified intermediary, third party. So this is not someone in your family. This is not your attorney. 
It's not your accountant. It, it's definitely arm's length, third party, but you still have control over your funds. So, right. um, and then those funds go into a qualified escrow account, correct? Correct. Okay. Set up for just one exchange. If you're selling three properties, we set up three accounts. Yes. Okay. That's important. Good. Um, I, I forgot about that. So, yeah, if you're if you're going into three properties, there's going to be three separate accounts that are set up again. So this can be tracked and, and legitimate, so you can show the IRS if you need to exactly how the money moved is, is what they want to see. So that leads us into title, the fifth rule, Luann. Tell us about that. That's important, too. So the IRS code says that the taxpayer ID that is showing on the relinquished property has to be the taxpayer ID that shows on the purchase of the replacement property. So taxpayer ID, if you're an individual, is normally your social security number. Um, so that means that your social security number has to purchase going forward. Now questions I get on that, what if I was single when I bought the property and now I'm married, can we both go forward? Our answer would be yes, subject to your CPA's approval, as long as you're filing a joint tax return. If you have a single-member disregarded entity, that's big words, LLC, yeah. that passes the tax through to your individual tax return, you can work within that. We have people that have series LLCs. They can purchase with within that series as long as the taxpayer ID is the same. Okay. Yeah, very important. So you don't want to add somebody at the 11th hour because that could cause a red flag and, and um, I guess it would nullify the 1031 if, if the IRS chose to do so, is it that correct? Just allow it, if, it would just allow it if, the, uh, if you ever get audited. And all of this is that big thing out there, am I gonna get audited? Um, we, we, yeah. we obviously have to prepare you for that fact, the, the possibility, but the fact is that the 1031 exchanges are not triggers for audits. Yeah. Normally what we have seen is if the IRS goes into your tax return looking at something else and oh there's a ten thirty one exchange. Then so I think Dan, my boss, would say he's only seen four or five in all the umpteen years that he's been doing exchanges. Right. Well the rules are basic. I suggest following them on the up and up because I can only imagine if the IRS disallows it, by the time they make that conclusion, you're probably down the road a year or two. And I can't imagine or five. or five, yeah, the backtrack that would have to be done to properly account and change and exchange and move and yeah, that's just do it on the up and up and, and follow the rules, consult with Luann beforehand. Okay, Luann, I think we got oh just a few seconds. Um, we'll come back and we'll talk about that final rule, the reinvestment requirements, the equal or up to rule. My name is Mike Harrison, and this is the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. We'll be right back after this short break to continue discussing the 1031 Exchange.
largest multifamily bus tour in the country is coming to Houston, Texas, Friday, February 28th. Join Del Wamsley, national radio host, CEO, and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, and his top team of investors, realtors, and expert educators. Ride your way to triple-digit returns. Go to MultifamilyMastersTour.com now. Gain one-on-one access to industry experts, realtors, lenders, property managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Get the only bus ticket worth millions now at MultifamilyMastersTour.com. The largest wealth and passive income expo in the country is happening February 27th, 28th, and 29th. Join thousands of top investors and expert educators. This is not a pitch fest, no slick salespeople. All sessions are educational and taught by successful investors and experts. Topics like single-family rentals, buying apartment communities, becoming a passive investor, raising capital retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, 1031 exchange and finding, fixing and funding your investments and more. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Use promo code EXPO50 and get in for just $47. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Talk 1370. Conventional wisdom to set you free. Man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time. Dell Walmsley. Welcome back to the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. We're having a lot of fun talking about the 1031 Exchange and the fact that, in my opinion, it's one of the more powerful strategies that we utilize to defer our capital gains, defer our profits, and put those profits essentially back in our pocket. And we're talking with Luann. Blau of the Exchange Resource Group. She is my local expert on 1031 exchanges, and Luann's able to do these all over the country. So, Luann, there was one rule that we had remaining of the six IRS rules that we didn't get to, and that was the reinvestment requirements. Can you touch on those? I will, and that's important because there's a lot of misunderstanding on that, too. Um, in order to totally defer the tax, you have to purchase one or multiple properties whose purchase price is going to be equal or greater to the sales price of the property in the exchange. And you do get to take off your seller paid commissions, but say you sold for 300000 and you had 15000 of of commissions. Even if you have a note on it, the IRS says you still have to buy property. In this case, it'd be around two eighty five, and that can be more than one property that is equal or greater to that 285. If you don't quite make it, then you're still going to get to defer the taxes on the amount that you spend. You want to try to put all the cash into the exchange. Um, And then possibly, like we've talked about, might do a cash out refi after the fact. Right. Going a little cash heavy. Yeah, it's not necessarily an all or nothing. You, you can, the IRS wants to see you at least by a property and value equal or greater than where you're coming from on the sale. But if you don't, if you don't buy one of that value, you just pay the taxes on the difference. Did I hear you correct on that? That's correct. And then um, we haven't talked about boot yet, but no. say you don't want to put, huh? 
Yeah, I was going to say, that's definitely talk about the boot. Let's talk about boot. So if you don't want to put all your cash into the exchange and it still makes sense from a accounting standpoint, you can pull cash out, but you need to pull it out at closing on the sale. We'll show it two line items, one cash to seller, one cash to the exchange. The amount you pull out will be taxable. It will also reduce your reinvestment goal by that much. By the same token, if there's money left in the exchange after everything's done, um, that's boot as well, and you will pay tax on that even if you met your reinvestment goal amount and on the property side. Right. If you didn't essentially take the entire amount and, and move it over, if you left some in there, which kind of brings us to, let's talk about a boot in regards to your personal property where we can use that Section 121, kind of combine the two. Oh, okay. Um, the Section 121 is the part of the code that you get to use when you're selling your primary residence. So if you're single, you can exclude the first 250 of gain. If you're married, you can exclude the first half a million of gain. There is a way to combine the Section 121 with the 1031 exchange. If you sell, and I'll give you an example of a client that I had in Houston. She sold her investment property. She called me and said, I want to retire to North Carolina. So she sold her investment property, did the 1031 exchange, bought a property in North Carolina, and then she's renting it out. It technically can be for a year and a day, we suggest two years possibly in that scenario. Then right. she can move into it and do a change of use and retire there and live in it as her primary residence and not have to pay the tax that she would have paid on the investment property. Beautiful. And so she's able to do that again with a, I guess, a dream home or retirement home and right. defer the taxes within that property. She just needs to rent it out. And then again, back to Charles Rangel, the, he was the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee. I actually looked it up and he, from the 70s all the way to 2010, he served. Well, actually, I think through 2017. So he's given us the ability to do that into the Virgin Islands. So, yeah, if you want yeah, to... Your... you can go retire down there. Go yeah. down, buy in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Buy in go the U.S. Out. Virgin Islands and not pay Uncle Sam at the same time with your capital gains on, on what you're selling, which brings us into stepped-up basis, Luann. We've got a couple of minutes left, so let's, let's talk about that because that's so powerful, and that's the compounding effect that we're talking about here on deferring these taxes. Right, and that works great for estate planning. Um, so when you die, your real estate will pass on to your heirs, but it won't pass on to your heirs using your original basis, and there's different ways to calculate how that moves forward during the exchange, but um, your heirs will inherit your property at a, a certain value, and then that will be their new basis. So the tax that you would have paid had you cashed out before you died is never going to happen. They yeah. will start their basis on the date they inherit it, and then if they choose to sell it down the road, they'll only be responsible for the gain on the price on the difference between the date they inherit it and the day they sell it. So we have a lot of people that do that. It's such a gift to give to your kids. 
an amazing gift. So essentially, we're deferring, we're deferring, we're deferring, we're not selling our properties. And if we do sell, we're 1031 into the next property or next series of properties. We defer, we defer, we defer. And when we pass away, our children or our heirs receive our real estate portfolio essentially at that stepped up basis and all the tax boom is gone. So the long-term capital gains tax. Yeah. Right. Right. So what a, what a wonderful strategy, the 1031. There's so much that we didn't get to Luann. I think we could have talked about this for about two hours at least. Um, we didn't really, well, we might have a second. You want to talk about the reverse just for a few seconds, the uh, different types, yeah, different forms well, of 1031? So if you have a portfolio of properties and you find you want to buy something very large, we could do a reverse exchange. We as a QI would form an entity and take title to that property you want to buy. Well, there we go. So reach right, out to Luann. Yes, to be continued. All right, that's it for today on the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. I want you to remember, it's not about the, it's not about the money. It's all about the lifestyle. Make it a great day. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Walmsley Radio Show, access past your podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.